Hit him with the hype. Hit him with the hype. <laughs> Jeremy, what up? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, we're live right now on KZAA LP 96.5 FM, Santa Barbara, uh, speaking to the legendary. You got to tell me how to pronounce your last name. Is um, it Stidith? I've actually never heard that one. That's an <laughs> It's uh, it's stiff. I, stiff. I like to okay. say it's like um, it's like Smith, but with a with a T instead of an M. Okay, so that's who we're talking to—the front man of Fury and Layman. You play drums in Layman, right? Mm-hmm. And then anything else? Oh, oh, not at the moment. Even those two. I guess no one's really in anything right now. <laughs> Yeah, I I think everyone's trying the best they possibly can. Yeah. So where are you calling from right now, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, outside my apartment in Oakland, California. Oh, in Oakland. So you don't. So you don't live in Orange County. I don't anymore. Oh man. I've I've, I've I'm a I'm a traitor. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'd like to share with you some of my Orange County experience and what Orange County means to me in a little bit because it has a special place in my heart for many different reasons. Same. <laughs> um, okay, so what what has uh, what has life been like for you since... Uh, I know this is probably like a rhetorical question, but um, did you move before the whole COVID thing happened? or? Yeah, about um, a few months before. I moved in December. Early, early December. Okay, what took you up to the Bay Area? Oh, the love of my life. Oh, that's right. That's right. My my partner um, is going to law school up here, and she's lived up here for almost a decade now, and it was uh, it was time. That's awesome. And how do you like it up there? Oh, I love it. I uh, I used to live. Uh, another town over in this town called Hayward about 10 years ago um, for the first couple of years of college. So this is um, kind of a dream, dream come true. I, want, I always daydreamed about living over here when I was living over there. So this is pretty surreal. That's awesome, man. And to be there with the person that you're in love with and want to spend your life with, that makes it even that much better. Even better, yeah. I would, <laughs> I would any anywhere with... Anywhere with her would be heaven to me. So this is just a cherry on top. That's awesome, man. Um, so uh, you said that you were you had just, when we were talking earlier that you had just got off of work, or have, so you've been able to get some work in the, during these times. Yeah, thankfully. That's um, awesome. Thankfully, it's uh, I work for this company called Coffee Culture. Oh, nice. Um. At the, they have a, a roastery in in this town called Emeryville, which is right next to Oakland. And I, uh, yeah, it was a normal three months when I first started working there, and then all this happened. But we don't have a, you know, we don't have like a storefront or a cafe, so we don't have customers. And okay. There's only a, only a handful of us in the warehouse doing all the production stuff. So we've thankfully been able to, to keep uh, keep the lights on. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I would, you know, in a in a different world, I would love to have you here into um, into the studio in person to interview and hang out because we do our uh, our our little community radio station is inside of this place called Casa de la Raza, and it's mm-hmm. like this old historical community center uh, on the east side of Santa Barbara. So, um, we would love to have you in here, but it's I, I'm very very grateful for you calling in. Um, I'm trying not, I'm going to try not to be like a fangirl because Fury means a lot to me and <laughs> um, oh no no that that won't be a, a problem at all it'll be you know. <laughs> did I say did I say coffee culture or did I say counterculture I think you said coffee culture that's terrible it's counterculture <laughs> it's that'll tell good. you where my mind I'll tell you where my mind's at right now yeah your mind's on um, coffee obviously 
<laughs> yeah, it was actually when I set. I'm, I'm in my car actually because it's. I get the breeze still, but I guess it's not as. Uh, there's no shade outside, so I got somewhere to be in shade. And for sure, right when I sat, right when I sat down, I wish I had. <laughs> I was wishing I had a coffee. So. Oh, um, yeah. So we've actually. I don't know you. I know you meet tons of people, and and you've played all over the world and stuff. So, but we've actually met in person twice. I met you at the Roxy for the first time ever. And it was when you guys opened for Gorilla Biscuits. Uh, it was at the later show, and I bought Paramount on CD because I still only have a CD player in my Volvo wagon, and so <laughs> I wanted to get Paramount on CD. And you were back there selling merch, and and I got to meet you, and uh, that was really awesome. And you guys played an awesome show. That that was a cool night overall. Just to be Sunset Boulevard with Fury and Gorilla Biscuits in one night. It's like, can't really go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, right um, next to Lemmy's old stomping ground. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. I, 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 was, was that, Travis Barker was at that game, He right? was, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was there. He was there. Yep. Um, that was great. And then I, and then I got to give you a, a Your Life in America uh, sticker, which is the name of, of my radio show. After at your guys's uh, record release with ceremony last year, I, I yes yeah I caught you afterwards. You were talking to some looked like some like some moms or something. That was <laughs> I was about to ask because I talking to, to older ladies. Yeah, and I just ran that up was, real quick yeah. and gave you a sticker and and thanked you for the show and and so that was pretty cool. For the listeners, it was my mom and, and okay. her friends. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought that, but I wasn't sure. Um, that was an awesome show. That was that was really fun. Um, yeah, that was a really awesome show. I think that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think and you guys. So you put out Failed Entertainment last year, and then went on a whole U.S. tour, and um, that was the last show of that tour, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys were probably pretty tired. Yeah, defo, defo, tired. Um definitely ready to just just be in my own place yeah yeah i remember so there was like an encore chant happening and you were like you guys don't want to hear what we have left because we don't have anything left <laughs> like, yeah we we don't um we're uh we're our own type of band i guess we don't really practice um only before tour so it's usually yeah. just like we'll pick a set list and try to do those well, we remember the other ones but not uh not as well um i i just will say real quick and then i i don't um my favorite i've 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 been to a lot of fury shows my favorite one ever out of all of the ones i've been to was the sound and fury set last year 2019 oh yeah that was crazy i don't know what it i don't know what it was about that show man or that set maybe it was because i got to see no warning fury basement have heart like back to back to back but that was like the most energetic wild fury set i've ever been a part of or seen so that was definitely my favorite fury set that was yeah that thank you that was that was awesome i like to credit that to credit whatever energy in the room to 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 have heart being (laughs) about being about to play so um that was that was lucky yeah that was a dream come true for me to be able to see have heart i never ever thought that would happen so that was definitely a dream come true for me um yeah that that was that was maybe the craziest set i think i've ever seen it was wild man it definitely was it was like a it was wild i've never heard that many people in the same room you know singing along to music that powerful ever in my life yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm right there with you. That was, yeah, yeah, I've never experienced that, that kind of thing before. Um, so, I know, like we kind of talked about already, but so during all this COVID nineteen stuff, have you, like, I, you, you guys probably haven't been practicing. Have you? Has it been hard to like be motivated or or inspired to like write new music or do anything creative like that during this time? Uh, y- yes and no. Um, I, we all, uh, like, at, we've all moved, uh, farther away from each other in the last couple months, last few months as well, so that 
practice is just kind of out of the question. Um, but I don't think we would risk that at, at the moment anyway with all of us having uh, jobs trying, trying to be kept. Um, yeah, definitely. But, but it's, um, yeah, there's just more important things that I think I'd, we'd all rather be thinking about and, and dealing with it than that yeah. um, for the most part. But, um, but we've been, we've actually, we, we've been writing, nice. um, Matt, Maddie, Maddie's been, been cooking up some stuff. Um, really that's, that just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and I think that that's a, uh, a reaction to, to, to what's been, what's been going on the last few months. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've been thinking about it here and there as well and it's um, I'm actually in the process of giving Maddie a, a handful of notes but as, as I've been preparing the notes they, they keep getting longer and longer so <laughs> he's gonna he's got a long a long email coming his way <laughs> that's good though that's a good thing yeah I uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited about it um, okay real quick about Orange County if you don't mind talking about Orange County for a quick second. Oh, not at all. <laughs> okay. So I lived in Tustin for uh, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. Um, and so I loved living there. We were at the beach like all the time. Um, I went to Ut Middle School in Tustin. I don't know if you know where that's at. Um, but skateboarded everywhere. Um, so I, you know, I, I spent a lot of time as a kid in Orange County. But as I got older, I spent also a lot of time at Theo Lacey Detention Center <laughs> um, across the street from the block. I'm, and mm-hmm. um, I also used to go to the Van Skate Park inside the block, which I don't think is open anymore, is it? I don't know. Wow, that's a huge – <laughs> I haven't thought about the van, Vans in a long time. I wow. know, right? I just thought about that today as I was driving. I'm like, man, what else about Orange County? And I'm like, dude, Van Skate Park. That was like – when I was a kid, that was a that was so much fun for me to go there. But I assume it's not open anymore. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't remember the last time I went to the block. Um, I think I had gone to a movie at some point in there, maybe like five or six years. Ago. I I really can't remember at the moment. But God, I spent so much time at Vans, man. And I also spent a lot of time at that courthouse across the street. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I've been incarcerated in many county jails, and Theo Lacey is by far my favorite. <laughs> you get pancakes uh, every Saturday, and they always threw dope over the fence off the freeway right there and tennis balls onto the yard. Oh, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, pancakes on Saturday, and they have, like, potatoes for breakfast sometimes. And, um, yeah, so – that's not my proud weren't my proudest days but definitely definitely got out of there and many times and wandered the streets of like garden grove and just all ran around down there huntington beach and and everything and orange county is just an awesome place man it's you know and bands too like the stitches i know the stitches aren't like a hardcore band or whatever but the stitches were were and are one of my favorite bands of all time yeah i i i always like like everyone, they have a, a love hate relationship from where, where they came from. But um, as much bad and stuff out there, it, it, it's impossible to think that that didn't shape me into what I am now. So yeah, I, I I'm a I'm a huge Rick Agnew fan. Yeah. I think the I think his solo stuff and the stuff with adolescence is 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 I don't know. You don't get much better than that. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel the adoles- adolescents still play shows as far as I yeah. know, which is, which is legendary. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm upset. I didn't go, uh, before Steve Soto died. Um, I, I wish I, I wish I could have caught that. I, I used to work with, with his nephew when I lived in Orange County and, uh, I was with him that week, you know, well, I, I'd work with him that, that, during that time that he had passed away and it was, it was tough, man. Yeah. So I had, I asked a couple people, uh, like I, you know, a lot of anybody who knows me knows that like fury is like 
means the world to me and and um that's crazy man thank you <laughs> dude i i think when i met you at the roxy i had told you that uh when my mom died in in uh may on may 21st 2018 and uh i had been sober for uh like two and a half years and so i was still learning how to navigate life without drugs and alcohol and and i and i was you know and i hadn't experienced anything tragic you know without that uh, without that relief from substances. And then my mom died unexpectedly. And for some reason in that, at that time, Paramount was like, like I get emotional talking about it, but Paramount was like, I swear was like, it just, I don't know what it did, but it did something that I listened to it every day and it made me feel like everything was going to be okay. You know, cause I didn't, that, uh yeah. Go ahead. Yo, that, that's that. I have goosebumps. I <laughs> that that's incredible. I um I I yeah, man. I that makes me think of, of a billion different things. Um, I I've been thinking a lot lately about uh, oh, I guess what art what art means and what it what's what's the point of yeah. it even existing and what's the point of making it and. Uh, is it a selfish venture or, or is it, uh, you know, what, what, even, what even is it? Uh, yeah. And, and uh, the new, the new, um, my, my friends in, in Millspec have a new record coming out and, and a big, I, I got the, I got lucky and I have able to listen to it. And, and a, there's a big, a, a big chunk of it has to do with, with that kind of question. Um, and, and it's and it, the 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 conclusion I'm at right now is that you know can it, it I think it, it it might be the most it might be the most important it might be the most important thing um, it's it's one thing to get lucky to 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 connect with people in real life um, around you with friends and family and and but it's um, I think that next level above that is, is, is being able to, to have art move you in a way and, and really save your life. I don't, I don't know who said this quote. I've been trying to figure it out. I, I, I'm sure someone ran big said it, like, I don't know, like a hip hop or something like that, or <laughs> Bob Dylan or something, but it was like something along the lines of, it, it might, it might've been either rock and roll or, or music or, or a song, but it's something along the lines of like a, a song can't change the world, but it can change me. Yeah. Um, and I, and that that's that's a, a miracle when that happens. And to I, I it, it's a it's a really good feeling. It's something that I've I, I I keep getting lucky to to have that that feeling with different things. And, and it it's it's pretty crazy too. Um, it's unthinkable to 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 have that happen to someone else with something and that that i was a part of so yeah it's amazing man yeah definitely it's, it's crazy <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's a special thing to me you know I, I i feel like that kind of stuff just happens organically and and at that time in my life i i no longer had like heroin or or you know uh 211s or <laughs> anything to take yeah. to take the pain away and um, I had listened to Paramount, you know, tons of times. And for some reason at that time, I, I started listening. I, I listened to it in a diff with a different, uh, I guess, perspective. And, and um, a couple of the songs really like, I mean, like the Fury is like, you know, really just, I don't know, a lot of the, a lot of the, the lines in there and, and everything. I just really, you know, I, I took them for what they meant to me at that time. And, and now every time I listen to that record, it, it, it reminds me of like perseverance and, and love and um, just like, you know, the light, kind of the light and the darkness type of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. That's the, that's the deal with, with, that's the deal between the person, the, 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 the art and the, the person who, who was it. it's, it's not a, it's not a one way deal. It's a, it's a 50, that's a 50, 50 deal. And, and I don't, I don't know about about you or, or most people, but I, I I really hate, uh, not really hate. I think it's a bad word, but I'm not. 
I'm not as attracted to to stuff that that is tied up in a nice little bow and that gives me some answers. Um, <laughs> I'd much rather have something that that just makes it uh, makes my lens a little wider. Yeah, I agree 100. Um, percent In my 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 vision, a little clearer when I'm looking at, at myself. Yeah, so maybe if because I know like one of my good friends also also is a uh, so the last hardcore show I was at was was Fury at the Echo. Um, which was dope. My girlfriend wanted me to ask you though why you guys didn't play Birds of Paradise at that show. She was disappointed. I think we just didn't practice it. Um, <laughs> totally joking, but I was like, she, you know, she knows I'm a huge fan and I'm interviewing you, and she, she's like, asking why you didn't play. They didn't play Birds of Paradise at the Echo. I was really disappointed. <laughs> I, I wish I had a better answer than just lazy laziness. <laughs> we, I don't know why either. We, we, we I've. We've been sitting on on a uh, like a short film slash like video for for Birds of Paradise for a nice. while, and and I don't know why that was like the at that point it was going to be something that was going to get released around that time. So I don't know why we wouldn't have learned it in the first <laughs> place. But that's just how it goes. I know it. Um, so if you don't if you if you don't mind, maybe we could talk about Paramount a little bit. I know like. I know you you probably have talked a lot about it in a lot of interviews, but um, a good friend of mine also is a you know a big Fury fan, and and we often like text each other lyrics from various Paramount songs like randomly just because it's you know fitting to what you know we're going through, or just we because we're just like it's just like I don't know it it's just like the human condition put into a put into a record, in my opinion, you know. That's a, that's, that's a miracle. Um, he wanted me to ask you what the duality of man means to you or, or what was, you know, or what was the inspire or what was the, your idea behind that song? I, uh, Oh, at the time, uh, I'm trying to get all the, like, uh, at, at the time it was, um, just about how I guess there's more sides to a to a story, and that pe- people and, and things um, contain contain multitudes, and um, it's sort of in a way that you know there's everyone's got got good parts in them, and then they've got stuff that they have to have to work on, and there's things that they don't even know that they have to work on, and um. So it was a double-edged sword, I, I guess. At, at, at that at the time, the, I, I I still feel that way. I, I, I things things grow and they change, and I'm sure if I was to sit down and reread all those lyrics again, I would find a, a million things that that are that are new and different to me. <laughs> but but yeah, at the time it was it was it was uh, uh, it was also brought I was I was really obsessed with with this writer Philip Roth at the at the time and he had he had a, a pretty long career that started in the maybe in the late sixties, but for sure the seventies. Um and he kinda had different phases. He had like a hot young streak at that time and then in the eighties he was kind of a little more cynical and and, and Don DeLillo esque kind of <laughs> cons- not conspiracy but just like, you know, knowledgeable about the the powers that be yeah and then in the in the 90s when he got a little older he started writing these um i don't know really really humanistic um stories and he he had this he had a uh he had one called um theaters of sabbath and another one called um american pastoral pastoral and both both of them told a they felt like really similar stories um but they looked totally different the characters were the, the main characters were completely at different ends of, of the spectrum but i they both had such similar characteristics that 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 played a big part of it too i wanted to also ask you about um Le- okay, I don't know. I know this is Levith- Levi- uh, Levithian. Is that how you say it? Oh, Leviathan. Leviathan. So that's a 
that's a uh, is that's like a, a care or like a something from the Bible, right? Like a some, some kind of sea creature, sea, sea monster, monster or something. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I uh, it's got nothing to do with any monsters. Okay, no, I didn't think so. I just always thought that's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting, you know, title for the song. And there's just some, some, you know, some great, that's just, you know, every song in there is great, but like expose what lies below, um, you know, the heart and the mind filled with means to grow. Those are just some of my favorite lines. Um, and so I just wanted to ask you about that song, like where the, you know, um, the name always threw me off though, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's a wild one. I, I, I've been, Every once in a while, like I, I, every once in a while, I just put on the Cold World discography, and whenever like Copernicus <laughs> and like these big titles come up, I, 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 I think like, oh, I must have been subconsciously thinking about a title like that. But it, 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 um, <laughs> it came from this, this this Paul Oster book called Leviathan. Okay. Um, and there's a scene, uh, in that book where where. Uh, this kid is with his mom and they're visiting the Statue of Liberty and, and his mom's scared of heights so much that when they were walking down the stairs of the Statue of Liberty, she had to crawl down like on her butt. Hmm. Um, and it was the first time that character was seeing their, their, their parent as something that isn't, you know, a, a superhuman yeah. superhero type deal. Yeah. And that made me, um, that was something I was I was going through um, at that time and in the few few years before before that. Um, so yeah, it was just it was, it was I guess similar in the way that duality man is just people have, have, have multitudes and that there's 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 more to it and as much as that's a that, that's a scary a scary thing to see and, and to 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 witness for the first time. I think it's something that's really necessary. And I, I think it's um, it might seem like it's it's making someone look. I, it, it, it might feel like that person's weak, weaker than you thought. But yeah, in the in the long run, it really makes them more human. More and, human, and, yeah. And I was um, just gonna say that. And um, yeah, I I, I don't know. Make me makes that 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 bond a. A lot stronger. Yeah, so it's really about really about my my own parents. That's awesome, man. It's thank you for sharing that because it's like I never. That's like you're talking about the art of music and all that stuff. Like I would never, I would never have put that you know that behind this song, and so that's, <laughs> that's the trick. I think that's, that's yeah. what I thought. That's that's the that's the that's the magic trick. Yeah, I, I, it's I don't know. It's a, it's a it's something that's lucky, like that, that feeling of, of like the, the, what, where that kind of came from. And there, it's, there's way, way more than that, but I guess that was the, the, the contraception of it. And, 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 uh, it also makes me think I've, what I've realized in the last, you know, year or so is that that's, that's something that a lot of people don't see at all until their, their parents on their deathbed. Oh yeah. That, I was that, just going to say, kind of weakness. yeah, until they, yeah definitely Vulner, vulnerability from parent to child i think you know the the less power differential between those two human beings probably makes for a more often you know authentic relationship and more definitely. respect you know more respect definitely. and trust rather than fear and avoidance you know definitely um, yeah thanks for sharing all that um okay oh, yeah. the fury and the feeling <laughs> yeah. Two songs that have become part of my DNA. If they ever if if science ever dissects my body when I die, there'll be strands of the fury and the feeling inside of me. <laughs> that's when that's I crazy. I've been on stage, I've been on stage, you know, next to you, maybe on top of someone who's laying on top of you <laughs> or whatever, yeah. uh screaming, give me the pain, give me the feeling, I want it all. I need the feeling as loud as I possibly can, um, to where I really feel like I'm, I'm going to like burst into tears. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm in the same boat. Uh, yeah. Every, every time we do it. 
and it's just like yeah that song that song means a lot to me and and it means a lot to a lot of people i know and and you can tell just by the way the fury fans react when the riff starts you know um it's definitely in my opinion the anthem it should be they should just play that at angel games oh no i hate that though too many too many trumpets at those games that's true that's true yeah they would they wouldn't understand it well it should be the anthem of orange county yeah (laughs) maybe uh ducks games when they were uh when they're at the pond yeah or when the pond pond. was the pond yeah (laughs) not the ponda center yeah um what i know like um there's some guest vocals on the feeling um what if you don't mind sharing about like what was the you know the inspiration or or whatever behind the behind that song that oh just wanted to be alive yeah um i've the i just wanted to be alive and 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 i think um so, so I, some I, that that topic is something I've been thinking about more and more the last few months. Um, I, I I've been obsessed with this this guy, uh, Abbas Kiristami. He was um he was a, a Iranian filmmaker and, and poet and, and and writer and photographer um, who passed away a few years ago. Uh, but he. Um, Similar to, to Philip Ross, um, later in it, later in his life, he was just making these really humanistic, humanistic films, and um, one of them, um, one of them was uh, this, this one called "Taste of Cherry," and it's a it's just like a simple movie. It's just this this one guy who's just driving around, um, picking up random people and, and asking him to do a job for for him and, and the job ends up being um you know to to check on him the next morning uh to check on this there's a hole in the ground to check on the hole in the ground and, and hmm. to call his name and and if if he answers then he'll then go get him but if he doesn't then he wants you to shovel dirt on top of him because he would have killed himself damn that's heavy and uh yeah and um it 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 doesn't give you a clear cut ending. It, 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 it leaves it hanging. And, um, uh, a big, uh, the, the thing I, I keep getting out of it is, is, um, is, is that that's, uh, that's what, what, God, I, I'm trying to find the, the right word. It's, it's, it's one thing to, uh, you know, to, to live to live day by day, and, and, and to to try to battle all these demons that we deal with every day. And, and, and there's really no no tight tight knit answer, yeah. um, and to, to anything that I, you see with everything we're, we're dealing with with this moment and and in our history with with, with this this beautiful up, uprising and, and everyone wants a, wants a quick answer. And, and I think that's why QAnon and all these things are getting so much fucking, tra- oh, sorry, we're really, it's so much traction. <laughs> that's okay. You're good. So you know, getting so much traction right now because people are just looking for answers. Yeah, definitely. And I, I and, and he was looking for answers when he was in that car and, and, um, and I, I think it's just simply just, just, just to live that, 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 yeah. That's all we it's all we can we can really do and and it's really hard. It's easier for me to say because I I I'm, I I live a a comfortable enough life and I I, I I'm just another uh, white white dude. Yeah. And I've got so many different so so many more advantages of those who can't and and but I I, I think it. it all there really all there really is yeah it, there, there's one the one quote that he it's not in the movie but he talks about it when he's doing the doing the rounds for, for press i think it was like the mid 90s or something that he 
you probably go by some old end game. Like if if it wasn't for if it wasn't for suicide, I would have killed myself a long time ago. <laughs> and I think that's the uh, if if the 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 gift that we we've all been given um, is is that choice, and that that's a that's a that's something that not a lot of people in people in history have really even gotten. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, I've, I really relate to what you're saying about like, I've over the last couple of weeks on this show, I've, I've been, um, talking mostly about white privilege and, you know, what it was like growing up as a white kid and, and the same thing, you know, same thing you said, like the advantages I had and, you know, that, that I never really stopped to think about the disadvantages of others. Um, and so I think, I've really, I've really taken a lot of time on this show the last couple of weeks to speak about the reality of that and take responsibility and, you know, just own that and know that I, that I have that advantage and, um, and I also think the uprising amongst the people is beautiful as well. It's pretty. There's been marches and things, you know, up here and being a part of that stuff is, is um, it's pretty special. I mean, there's a certain feeling, there's a feeling (laughs) in that, you know? Um, well, thanks for sharing all that. I know, you know, I know those are intimate, those lyrics are intimate to you and, and like, you know, have become, uh, meaningful to me very much. And and a lot of people I know, and, um, I know, I know you were going to go at five, but one last thing. No, you go, man. I got, I'm, uh, (laughs) I got nothing except hopefully taking a shower and (laughs) okay so 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 when that sounds like a good rest of the evening yeah yeah. um with the love of your life (laughs) no she's not here right now unfortunately she's uh she's down with her family in in lancaster uh, oh nice and doing some some family business but um i'll probably be facetiming her during that anyway nice um yeah, you had told me she. We had messaged, you know, a little bit, and you had told me she was she was uh, going to school to to be to or going to law school, and and um, we talked about public defenders and stuff. And so, my you know personal experience of having a couple really cool public defenders that that helped me and and that really cared about me. I, I have a you know send her send her my respect and and a shout out because that that is uh you know going into that field you don't have to you don't have to work as a public defender, you could go another route. And, uh, I feel like some public defenders have I had, I've had really just care about helping people. And, um, as a counselor myself, I, you know, I understand that. that yeah, calling. Just, it's another, it's another miracle. She, she really is the smartest person I know. And, and, and it's, it's an amazing thing that, that her heart's even, even bigger than that. Yeah. She, um, yeah, I, I, I I'm, it's, I'm, I feel lucky to live in the same time as someone who is is like her, and it's a, it's another thing to, to be a witness to it. Yeah, every day, and she really is going to save lives. She she saved so many already, and it's 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 um that's very inspiring. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Definitely, I I I admire it very much. Um, so when you when you rolled out for the Sound and Fury set last year. You were rocking the raging bull tee. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't help but notice it, and I was like, maybe that's why the set was so good, man. You had the spirit of Jake Lamotta with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't beat my head up against a brick wall. Yeah, so okay, crazy that you bring that up. So I took a, um, I'm working on, I'm, I'm in, I'm working on a bachelor's degree right now in psychology, so I can hopefully become a marriage and family therapist someday. I'm just a counselor. Oh, that's a, that's yeah. a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a, I'm a drug and alcohol counselor for a nonprofit place here in Santa Barbara right now. Um, so I'm doing that um, while I'm in school. And, uh, but anyways, to, to transfer, I had to take a film studies class. And we had to do like nice. a, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty sick. And we had to do a, a and we had to do a like a I can't remember what it was called. I think it was like a scene like a scene study or something uh-huh. like that or a shot a shot chart or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Raging Bull was one of the options of movies 
to choose from. And I was like, oh my God, for sure. So I did, I, I picked, I watched Raging Bull a bunch of times and I, and I picked that scene to do my shot chart on where he's in the jail cell and he's banging his head against the wall and he's, you know, he's crying and, uh, he's all alone. And I just really like, I don't know. I really like saw the, and I know you're like, I mean, you're like the goat of film, you know, knowledge. No, not at all. I'm a, uh, I'm a novice. I can point you in the direction of my, my old head. School. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely, like, I don't, I'm, I don't really, I, I don't have that knowledge of, you know, of film, but, but when I watched that scene and I studied it, I really had this like, you know, oh, really over the course of that whole class, like the how how intricate and complex and like and a film really is, you know, um, beyond it's, just it's something a- being a good movie. Like I learned so much, you know, in that scene, the lighting of that scene and, and everything, I, I really... I don't know, man. It was just I watched that and went over. And I'm like, okay, he's sitting on the bed. He's sitting on the rack. And there's one beam of light shining into the shot and it's not on him and he's sitting in the dark and he's bawling his eyes out. And I just like, I don't know. I realized how complex film is by studying that scene. It is, it is infinite. The, the, the things that, that movies can do. I always say this all the time that music's the best, but movies are the greatest. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. And, 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 um, dude, yeah, you can study that movie for five, ten years if you if you want. That, <laughs> for sure. You know, Mike, for, I think it was Michael Ballhouse. I can't remember who who was the camera guy for that one. But that one, that that, I don't think there's any cuts in that scene either. I think it's just like a straight up master shot the whole time. I might be wrong, but yeah, that that the and 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 Scorsese's like the king of of using it as a language. He he um. He's one of the, the the few the few people who really use it, it, it's a cinematic language. Like there's, it's not like a story. It's not like a. It's not his movies aren't like novels, and they're not like the, the these acts. Like they are, they are pure like pure movie language. Yeah, and and that dude that that's that actors in general are 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 like magicians. Like like like. Though <laughs> they they I don't know how they do what they do, especially him and him in that scene, and, and that's a heavy movie to, to to get through. Talk about one that really makes you think about your own toxicity and your own your own deal. But that 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 scene, the, the, there, there there's a million things you can pick apart from that that type of scene, like being in the dark for the first time, wanting to finally get away from everything, wanting to finally feel something after numbing himself for for so long, after pushing everyone else away, and just trying to 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 feel even an ounce of the pain that you caused everyone else in in your wake. And and yeah. Yeah. And he's just like shaming himself. Like, you know, just like, I can't say it on the radio, (laughs) but you know, just everything he says about himself, you know, and, and like, and, and the fact that it comes like after, you know, after the, after his career has already, he's already, he had already, he's already ruined his career. You know, he's ruined his, his family. and, And it's like just the ultimate, like, the ultimate bottom of the downfall of the, you know, the hero kind so to speak. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great film all the way around. Um, but I, yeah, I do remember you're rocking the raging bull, uh, the raging bull shirt for the sound of fury set. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think my, my friend made those, he got them from, there's some picture of, of people on the, on the set and someone had made, like boxing shorts with that logo on it. Oh, and nice! Like Giving them out, and I think he just got a scan of it and, and made it. That's awesome. I love that flick. I it's like, I it's like canon, but there's there's like ten other movies from 1980 that I think I like even more, which is saying something. But that I think that's just like the greatest year in yeah. flicks ever. But that that one that that I don't know, man. That scene that you that. You can the the literal parts are are you know what you're literally seeing. Obviously, it's a good that that's the magic of movies is that you can be entertained. And but there's so many there's so many layers that you can take your own things with it. Like not too dissimilar to what we were talking about with just with with the song and how it's fifty fifty and and um, 
you know, the only difference is the the movie with, with movies. You've got twenty different layers. You've got yeah, you've got sound. You've got what you're seeing. You've yeah. got the composition. You've, you've you've got everything. And uh, God, like that that couldn't be more of a metaphor for what what you know uh, what, what people are dealing with now with with their past uh, the, the 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 their own their own history and their own past and seeing what how how how. You know how much how many advantages they've had, and, and and how many lives may have not been ruined, but have been haven't been helped. Yeah. Um. To, to get to that point, hopefully, no one gets to that point where you, you know, ruin your your wife and your second wife and your and your brother, and then and, and you lose everyone. But unfortunately, I think a, a lot of people have to lose everything before they 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 move on. Yeah, and it's so sad because he never really. I mean, he never really, the paranoia, the paranoia, and it was just like, he never really got better, you know? I think that's why the the overall theme of that movie is so somber, you know? There's only like a, in my opinion, I mean, there's only like, there's only such a small glimpse of hope, you know, kind of, um, I love the scene when he's walking down the hall with Joe Pesci and he's got the hat on and he's kind of like, you know, that's... Um, I, I don't know. That's like the only, I, I just feel like there's, he doesn't, there's not really any hope for him. Maybe a little bit when he's coming up in in his boxing career, but then it's just such a somber, like overall theme. Like he never gets better, you know? Yeah, he doesn't. There's so many little things too that, you know, there's so many little things he could have changed and so many little, so many times he could have listened to someone, but he, like so many, so many, uh, so many dudes in, in the world, they're they're stuck in their own ways and they're stubborn yeah. and, and they don't want to they don't want to unlearn and they don't want to they don't want to change because maybe it's it'll unravel all the all the work they've done to, to keep it that way. That's right. That's yeah. That's it. That is very true. I always try to remain teachable. Somebody told me yeah. that once, and and I I believe that's that's a good a good uh, value to have is to be teachable all the time. Yeah, you have to. You have to hope that you're wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's, yeah, with you, definitely. Yep, definitely. It is a beautiful thing being wrong. Yep. It feels it. It, it that the pain that the, the the ego pain subsides more and more when 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 you go through those unlearnings. That's right. Yep. Yeah, and it makes room for love and happiness and empathy and all those all those good things that make life better, you know? Truly, my old room, I was just talking to her the other day. She said the same thing. <laughs> um, all right, Jeremy. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, man. I, I just want you to know, though, that uh, that um, your music has, has – it means the world to me, and um, it's carried me through some of the darkest times in my life. Um, and it, and I, it will continue to be part of who I am and I'll continue to play it on this radio station and I'll, sure. and I'll continue to, uh, to share it with, with people, um, and really like share it with them in a way like, Hey, this, you know, this music, this means something to me. Uh, so you should listen to it type of way. Um, yeah, that's, that's a miracle. Man. Thank yeah. You that. I, it, it's, it's in, it's in me and it, it um, it's a it's a beautiful thing that it can just exist and, and there's uh I, I forgot who said it but it's something along the lines of like, there's no old there's no old movies there's just movies you haven't seen yet <laughs> that's right that applies to to all art yeah definitely so I hope that it's not too much longer before I can front flip off the stage at a Fury show. Oh man, we need we need the, we need we need the vaccine. I kind of want I kind of want to do another record before we go back at it. Man, that would give just that would give uh, just more tracks for the people to go wild to. Because I'll tell you what, man, like f- people lose their mind at Fury shows. Like <laughs> I, I know I you know that, that more than anyone, but like I, I I'm completely lost. I don't know what um it is like. Uh, like men in black, like I said, my memory, <laughs> my memory is completely erased when it's happening. I don't know if you remember when you guys played at the Echo in January when the when you guys played the Fury, everybody went so ballistic 
that you oh. pretty much just tossed the mic into like the pile up and kind of like walked away and then just like some random dude just grabbed it and started singing it. And like, <laughs> it was just like, which was even better than you singing it. You know, I don't, I'm not saying that in I like agree. a, but like, don't worry, I fully agree. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and that's the beauty of, of, you know, live shows and, and I miss it. And, and I'll just leave you with, you know, one of the most meaningful, uh, lines to me that I actually stole and credited you for at this talk I gave about alcoholism, um, last year was, uh, tricked into thinking, or believing you're the center of this universe. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. What could be What could be worse than being tricked into thinking or believing you're the center of this universe? That, yeah. Uh, yeah. That way, yeah. It's, it's impossible not to think that <laughs> yeah. because what, who, what else, what else do we really know? But yep. um, I think that's the battle is to, um, to, to break away from that that kind of thought any chance you get yep think of others um all right jeremy well i hope you have a good i hope you have a good rest of the uh, rest of the night and thanks again man it really means the world to me and uh hopefully get to see you at a show or something in the near future um but until then take care of yourself and really give your give your lady a special shout out from from me and and all the other convicts who have had dope public defenders um, and that, you know, appreciate that a lot. I will. She's a soldier, man. She will, she'll love hearing that. And uh, thank you for, uh, thanks for having me. It's an honor. Thank you. It's fun to, uh, it's fun to, to, to talk about these kind of things sometimes. It, it, uh, it helps. Yeah, definitely. So it is and so it goes, my friend. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> All right. Later, man. Later. All right, that was uh, Jeremy Stith from uh, Lead Singer of Fury. Just called in. Um, that interview will be up on our SoundCloud page. I'm actually going to jump on and start editing it right now. Until then, uh, I'll play some more of the stitches, One Step Closer, some Gold, Slow Bleed. You're listening to Your Life in America. Live on KZAA LP 96.5 FM, Santa Barbara. Friends, your ears before this year is at end. I promise you I'll be succinct so, so that, that we can kiss, kiss and count and, count and drink. Before this orbit is completed. And we pledge our wrongs won't be repeated. Let's in our hearts recite the names of those we've lost and those we've gained. And in the throes of closing portals. Rejoice in knowing we are mortals. Let's find the fears that we've collected. Reject the brutes we've seen elected. Protect those who need be protected. Accept the truths that we've neglected. For the past cannot be segregated. And as, as the year's last hours are celebrated. And fast flowers into dread and hope. Let's claim the next, not just cope, and not treat life like it's a funeral, and not place blame on four mere numerals. Let's flee our ugly tendencies and run toward love like refugees. Seeking asylum in tomorrow, in the good and bad, we'll give and borrow.